Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. As you would have heard this morning, we've got our best 17s that are coming your way over the next week or so. Uh, we're going to be recording them from the new Guru Studios, the Could Be Anything Center of Excellence. So plenty of content coming out of there uh, moving forward, and it's all going to be kicking off next week with our best 17s. We've got three that we have already done, so they'll be coming your way. The South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Sydney Roosters, the Canberra Raiders. Uh, for the Bunnies and the Roosters, I was joined by the great Matty the Waterboy. Uh, and for the Canberra Raiders, the great Timmy Williams joined me as well. And, of course, we finished recording that, uh, had it uploaded, edited it, everything done, and then 15 minutes later, Zach Hosking signed with the Canberra Raiders. So uh, we'll have to add that in. Uh, but plenty of content coming your way. But uh, And, and then the one that we've got planned after that, <coughs> sorry, is the uh, Cronulla Sharks. So we're going to go through the Cronulla Sharks for 2024. And I think they're a really interesting side. I won't go into too much depth here, but I did post something on uh, social media last night and uh, it caused quite a stir. It actually caused more of a stir than what I anticipated it would. Um, so I'll read to you my post that I threw up last night. Uh, essentially, it was about the Sharkies back row. Now, obviously, Wade Graham, uh, he retired. He was the guy that was playing on the edge towards the back end of last season. Uh, and I sort of said, okay, uh, who replaces Wade Graham on the left edge? People seem to be assuming Talakai shifts there. And to be honest, I like the take. Uh, it's what I would do, I think. But I haven't seen any signs of that from Fitzy. I'm far from convinced it happens. I think Billy Burns is a good sniff. He's underrated. Uh, Billy Burns obviously going to the Cronulla Sharks from the St. George of the Dragons. I think Billy Burns is a little bit underrated, as I said. I think he's a pretty handy little footballer. Uh, now, everyone in the comments blew up deluxe about Teague Wilton, assuming that I'd forgotten that Teague Wilton existed or whatever, ignoring that he is literally the front and center in the picture there. For me, though, Teague Wilton, and, and I was huge on him. Go back and check the tapes at the preseason last year. I was absolutely huge on Teague Wilton from a super coach perspective. I ended up drafting him very early um, and we got to the season and he, he runs magnificent lines. He's fantastic in attack, yeah? There is no doubt about that whatsoever from me. I really, really like him as an attacking back rower. 
Defensively, though, I think there are a lot of issues there, and I think that a lot of fans are just pinning that on Matt Moylan or pinning that on Talakai. I think those two have become the scapegoat very quickly. And I think that with Teague Wilton, I think that people are sort of just ignoring that because of how good he is in attack. And we see this quite often. I see it in rugby league all the time. Uh, a lot of the time with the outside backs, with back rowers as well, though, when guys have really good upside in attack and they're scoring super coach points and their stats are impressive, people just tend to ignore how they go in defense. And for me, this is a little bit of the situation with Teague Wilton. Now, I love him in attack, yeah, do not get me wrong, but there is two sides to rugby league, yeah, and I'm not sure, like I pointed out all the time, but the teams that do defense the best, they tend to be the successful ones. They tend to win premierships. For me, that's what the Cronulla Sharks have really struggled with over the last couple of years. Now, when you look at Teague Wilton, I don't think he's like a bad tackler. I just think defensively, being a defender, being a good defender and a good tackler are two very different things. I think that at the moment, he lacks a lot of that awareness and that and those positional decisions that he needs to make in the back row. And you can tell me, oh, it's all because of Moylan. He, he sucks. It's all Moylan. Sure, but... Fuck, if you actually go back and watch how they were defending, there's a lot of times where Wilton just has a one-on-one mission and he completely fucking butchers it. Uh, For me, I don't think he is an automatic selection in that back row. Now, the counterpart to that is, what... What, the one thing about Craig Fitzgibbon is that he is very hesitant to make changes. I don't know why this is or what the go is, but he is very hesitant to make changes with his sides. So if I was to give you a betting market of who probably starts there, I would lean towards Teague Wilton. Do not get me wrong, yeah? I would lean towards Teague Wilton. But I do think there are other options there that I think need to be seriously considered. And I think that Teague Wilton, his attacking prowess sort of covers up uh, a number of deficiencies in defense. And you saw Wade Graham move there. Now, Wade Graham was j- on the edge of retirement, slow as a wet week, but he has the IQ. He has the, the the footy IQ in defense for that position. And that's what I think Wilton lacks at the moment. Can he develop that? Fucking oath he can. And I'm pretty sure he will over time. But as it stands right now with Teague Wilton, I don't think he quite has it yet. And I think this is an issue on that edge that a lot of fans just pointed straight at Moylan because he became the scapegoat for absolutely everything. Um, apparently, they're not going to miss him in attack. But, I mean, he, he allowed Nico Hines to play the game that he did. And I think that people sleep on that as well. Moylan, is he the greatest player of all time? No. Was he was he underwhelming for the back half of his career? 100%. Yes. But the role that he played in that Sharkies team in attack was pretty important. I think people are sleeping on it. Is, is he the greatest defender? No, he's a fucking awful defender. Don't get me wrong. But I do think as well, there was a lot of times there where Wilton came up with very poor reads and very poor decisions, but fans just tended to point at Matt Moylan or tended to point at Sifatalico because that became the popular narrative. I personally think it goes a little bit deeper than that. And I reckon that when you when I say this and you start to watch it a little bit closer, you'll probably start to see more of it. Uh, could I be wrong? Fucking oath I could be. And if I am wrong, I will wear it in a heartbeat, yeah? Came into last season very, very high on Wilton because I hadn't seen this stuff in his game yet. I drafted him very early. If you're not a super coach draft player, he was one of the guys that I picked to be in my team for the entire year. I went very early on him to make sure I could get him because I was very high on him, which meant that I watched him very, very closely, week in, week out, 
In fact, it got to mid-season just before his injury, and I traded him away in my comp. I traded him away because I thought there is not a hope in hell Craig Fitzgibbon can keep doing this because there are so many issues there. Um, so I've had this opinion on Teague Wilton for quite some time. A lot of people are commenting, and I understand why they're saying it. They're commenting on my things going, oh, it's obvious who's going to get the spot, the guy that had the spot locked down before he got injured. I get where you're coming from. In my opinion... I thought that an injury potentially saved Teague Wilton from getting moved out of that position. That's the direction I saw it going in. Attacking-wise, fantastic. But in defense, which is what the Cronulla Sharks needed to fucking sort out, he was really, really struggling there. Uh, Way Graham came in and... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think people sometimes look at Wade Graham and they look at missed tackles that he has and they go, oh, you know, he was defending shit as well. If you actually watch the way that Wade Graham was defending, there was times, it was a lot of times when he was missing tackles because he was using his footy IQ to get up and slow down the play and turn guys inside, which Teague Wilton wasn't capable of doing. You have a look at Teague Wilton and the missed tackles he had last year. They were pretty fucking poor efforts or poor decisions that he was making. Missed tackles, I think a lot of people just look at tackle efficiency and missed tackles and go, oh my God, okay, that means this guy's better than this guy, that guy's better than that. If you actually watch the game, missed tackles and tackle efficiency can be a very misleading stat. And I think this is a very, very good example of it. Once again, I could be completely wrong. And if I am, I will wear it every day of the week. I will cop it on the chin. Did the same with Nico Hines last year. Do the same on a number of occasions. I'm happy to wear it. You guys seem very, very confident. There's, there's people telling me that Teague Wooden will, will be a club captain of, of the Cronulla Sharks. And I hope you're right, because I really liked it. I think he's a very good player. I just think he's inexperienced and lacks a little bit of that footy IQ to, to be to be defending there for 80 minutes at the moment. So we'll see how it plays out. We'll talk about it more when we get to the Sharkies' best 17. I was going to do that one on my own. I'll have to do a few of those episodes on my own, but I might try and get someone in to bounce off uh, to bounce off them to get their opinion because it seems to be the pretty popular opinion that Teague Wilton's an out-and-out gun and he has a certainty to land on that edge. Uh, I think the Billy Burns coming over from the St. George Illawarra Dragons, he came through the Penrith system. I've always liked Billy Burns. I think he's sort of lacked uh, opportunities. I think that at the St. George Illawarra Dragons the back end of last season... He got opportunities, and I really liked what I saw. Uh, And look, do not get me wrong. Billy Burns isn't the greatest fucking defender of all time. I'm not talking about Cam Smith out there or anything like that. But I do think that a move away from the Dragons, coming into a new system, a new challenge for Billy Burns, I've just got a feeling uh, that he he, he will come on and you know, produce some pretty good footy. And it wouldn't shock me if he does land on that edge. Because I think they need to try something new at the Cronulla Sharks. You've obviously got Braden Trindle, who you would assume will defend on that side. Um, And, you know, Tricky, is he a better defender than Moylan? Yeah, probably, but he's still not, you know, an out-and-out perfect defender. You know, there are still going to be issues there. And I'm I'm just, I'm not convinced at how it's all going to play out on that edge. I know people think Wilton's got it locked down. 
I'm not as convinced. Once again, if I'm wrong, I will completely wear it and whatnot. But even if he is named round one, Teague Wilton, j- just keep an eye on him. Just watch ha- ha- how he defends. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Completely fair. A lot of you guys are very confident on it. Uh, but this is something that I was so confident on mid-season last year that I thought, my God, I've got to trade Teague Wilton in my competition. I cannot keep doing this with him. It's a matter of time until Craig Fitzgibbon pulls him aside and goes, what is doing here? Um, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, once again, happy to be wrong, but I When I have an opinion, I like to stick with it. Um, You know, when you get a a barrage of negative comments, and it's probably like 90% negative at the moment from people, um, there is that... There is that part of you that wants to back down and sort of fit back into the normal um, with your take and say, oh, yeah, Teague Wilton will be the guy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but I, I don't believe that. I think there are some things that people aren't seeing with Teague Wilton. And I've been in this situation before. I spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar the other day with Ruben Cotter when I said the origin thing. Got a heap of pushback and went, oh, fuck. Am I way off the mark here? But I'm going to back my gut in on this one. I'm going to... I'm going to double down on it. I'm going to say that Teague Wilton, there are a few more defensive issues than what people are expecting or what people have seen. I think because uh, they have blamed that on Matty Moylan. They have blamed that on Sipitalico. They've blamed it on everyone around him. I personally think this is something in his game that he needs to improve. Uh, a few Sharkies people have messaged me, or a few Sharks have messaged me and said Teague Wilton's got a lot bigger in the offseason. Great signs, fingers crossed. That can sort of add to it, but it is... It is the footy IQ that I worry about a little bit with Wilton, which is wild because in attack, it is sky high. He runs some of the best lines in rugby league. Unfortunately, in the team he's in, on the other side of the park, you got Britton Nicotter, who literally runs the best lines in rugby league. So I think it is a little bit slept on. I think in attack, he's a fantastic player. He's got things to improve on in defense. And it wouldn't shock me at all if we get to round one and maybe a Billy Burns or a Talakai or someone pops up. Had a few people saying there's not a hope in hell Talakai moves. And maybe you're right. I actually... I actually think that if you were going to move Talakai into the middle or onto the edge like that away from center, I think you would have seen Craig Fitzgibbon do it a little bit here and there last year. You didn't see that at all, of course. I think Talakai is standing in the way of Kale Ito, uh, one of my favorite CBAs that, that, that we've got coming through, as you guys know. And I would love to see Ero in the side personally. I would have him at center, and I would either move Talakai to the edge or as a middle forward. I'd probably lean more towards a middle forward, to be completely honest with you. Um, but I, I'm not sure if there's a chance of that happening. As I've said with Talakai on a number of occasions, he has a lot of downfalls in his games. But the positive that he brings is that, you know, 180 average run meters out of center. That is absolutely massive. And the go forward he provides for the Cronulla Sharks to get out of their own end and to get on to the front foot to be able to, when they're in trouble, just go a two shift and create 10 or 15 metres there, break a couple of tackles, offloads. Uh, Talakai is a real talent. As you guys know, I've always been a fan of Talakai from when he was at South Sydney. Couldn't believe he fell out, fell out of the league when he arrived at Cronulla. Uh, two years before he played Origin, I tipped him to play Origin that year. Didn't quite come through. You know, he obviously played Origin. It, it didn't go overly well, to be fair, on that one. Uh, but I really like Talakai. I think he's definitely got a spot in that team. I would like to see them experiment with him sort of as a middle forward that plays 20, 30 minutes a game, and it's 20, 30 minutes of just rip and tear, go nuts out there and cause havoc. Uh, But yeah, I I think this Sharks left edge, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a bit of chop and changing throughout the season uh, with that left edge back rower. And you know what? Maybe we get to round one and all of this stuff is out of Williams gaining any brains. And if he does, congratulations to him. Fucking unreal for the Cronulla Sharks, and I will happily 
happily aware that I have completely missed the mark on this one and you guys were 100% right. Uh, but I've got a feeling about this one, so I'm going to back it in. So just keep an eye on Billy Burns in the preseason. One to keep an eye on. I think, um, I mean, it would it be all that unusual for a player to leave the Dragons and then play good footy. Uh, we've heard this narrative a million times. I don't, you know, I was obviously very confident that Jackson Ford was going to go to uh, another club and do very well, and he was great at the Warriors last year. I don't feel as confidently with Billy Burns, uh, but I do think there's potential there. I think there's a good footballer in Billy Burns, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does land on that edge round one or at some point throughout this season. So a little spot to watch there for you guys with that Cronulla Shark side. Uh, hopefully, though... All you Sharkies fans are spot on the money, and hopefully Teague Wilton absolutely brains it, proves me wrong, uh, and has a fantastic season for the Sharkies because uh, attacking-wise, he is fantastic. If he can just sort out his D, uh, my God, they've got one hell of a footballer on their hands there. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 